been watching some things, right? I have. I I went to the movies. Oh, I missed I, the movies. <laughs> I know. And you know what? I caught a matinee, and it's been a long time since I caught a matinee. I had to look at those prices like, wait, wait, $10? $10? I haven't paid $10 adult ticket for a movie since, like, um, I was a teenager. I was going to say, those sound like New York City yeah. prices, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I was, you know, and that was the nice theater, the nice mm. theater. Yeah. So um, I just had a, uh, a, a opportunity to go and see The Woman King, which I've um, been very, very excited about um, since, you know, they started showing teasers and trailers mm-hmm. kind of piggybacking off of the energy from um black panther um and um what's what am i thinking about um lovecraft um country oh, when they had the episode yeah remember they had the episode um with hippolyta kind of going through all different, you know, phases and, and different, experiencing yes. different lives. Yes, there and was she a... was in Africa and she was fighting some British folks. Yes, so that, from what I've heard now, I didn't look it up so I could be wrong, but what I heard that episode, because Lovecraft Country was very deliberate in, in, in going off of historic uh, historical accuracies, Mm-hmm. Why can't I speak? Accuracy. <laughs> okay. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> that um, that element of that episode was about the Dahomey tribe, the uh, or who they call the Agoji warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is what the Woman King, um, the movie is about, starring Viola Davis as General Nanesca. Mm-hmm. Um, has a very very good cast of people. Of course, uh, other than Viola Davis, uh, we have John Boyega. Amazing. Uh, he is playing King Gezu. Mm-hmm. Um, some other faces that you recognize, you just may not know the names. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, one of them, who is a very very um, excellent star, she was uh, the first time I saw her. She was in the last James Bond movie. And she played the new 007. Now, she's not James Bond. She was mm-hmm. the new 007. And she was a Black female 007. So that was okay. kind of a big deal when that came out. That's Lashana Lynch. Okay. But anyway, what I love about this movie, not only is it, you know, obviously showing um, Black girl magic in its <laughs> like <laughs> rare, not rarest form, but like in its purest form, mm-hmm. um, but it's also, I like um, historical movies. So it's not totally fiction. Of course, they, they have a, a, a fictional story within this movie, but the, the plot of the movie and a lot of the elements that it depicts are all based off of um, history. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, when this was coming out, there was a little buzz going on the internet because you know everyone there's going to be haters around and some people decide to say hey before we go around celebrating the Dahomey tribe you know let's let's talk about some of the atrocities it did you know they they sold slaves in the slave Mm -hmm. trade among a lot of other African um, tribes and and kingdoms Mm -hmm. now what those naysayers of this movie kind of didn't really 
understand because the movie hadn't come out yet Mm -hmm. was that the movie wasn't um, ignoring any of that. The movie uh, was about that, but it was about the very specific time of the Dahomey kingdom under King Gezu. And he was a king that um, shifted that, um, that element of the slave trade. He was the one that uh, took over his reign from his brother and did not want um, Dahomey, um, anyone from the Dahomey kingdom to be um, a part of the slave trade anymore. Now, mm-hmm. this kingdom prospered and became wealthy because of the slave trade. It wasn't uh, where he wanted to continue going. And so, mm-hmm. um, of course, it, it wasn't perfect. They, they still, you know, raided um, other tribes and other villages and, and sold some of those um, some of the people there to the slave trade, but they wanted to um, have this gradual um, transition from um, that being their, I guess, their mm-hmm. economy to uh, focusing on palm oil. So he was um, he was a, 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 big, a big proponent of um, ending it. And in the movie, it showed all of this. It showed, you know, the result of... Um, uh, I guess, what do I want to say? Um, the risk in doing that because mm, yeah, they had other competing kingdoms that they were warring with. And of course they needed support from some of these colonizers mm-hmm. <laughs> that were coming. So it's it's not so black and white basically that yes, obviously everyone knows that it, it's a horrible thing to sell your own people but then mm-hmm. we as African Americans you know we um, not knowing really our our lineage or, or where we are directly from we see all black people as our people however mm-hmm. in Africa <laughs> um, in um, a lot of these kingdoms you know they're not they saw the Dahomey tribe uh, the Dahomey kingdom as their people versus the Oya kingdom those aren't their people you know Mm -hmm. so it's not necessarily that they're seeing like oh we're selling um Africans or black uh people to the Europeans they're selling their enemies yes yes so and and I I appreciated the um I guess that conversation because so many times we see Africa and African people and African countries and tribes as this big monolith and like that we don't have this diversity and and that we see when we think about Europeans Mm. or we even um, think about Asia and all uh, or even um, Latin America yeah and I think this movie really shows a lot of the diversity um, it shows a very prosperous and wealthy um, African um, kingdom during the 19th century. Mm-hmm. Um, it's showing there is not, uh, it, it, historically, of course, women still were often um, limited to being being sold to men or mm-hmm. offered to men to be wise and and mothers and stuff, but there were op- there were other opportunities, and it showed how even though the Agoji um, warriors were all um, 
all women um, army or militia, they also have a male, male militia and how they work together. They were separate, but they also work together and they mm-hmm. didn't see one, or at least in this movie, they didn't see one as necessarily like the men, um, um, the male military as stronger or better mm-hmm. um, than the women. The women were um, a part of the King's cons- council mm-hmm. and, and it felt, it felt like a beautiful depiction that we don't often see with historical um historical movies yeah so wonderful wonderful movie it had it had all the things it had you know <laughs> make you cry or make you kind of cringe a little bit the the violence was tolerable um, okay. i did have a moment where i'm like hmm you know, when I first saw the trailer, I thought, man, I, I can't wait to show this to my daughter, my eight-year-old daughter. Well, not quite, because right. it is still kind of violent. So I'm like, yeah, let me let her get a little older, because I don't know. It's, you know, some of the the fighting scenes were, you know, maybe just the older I'm getting, the more cringy I am. What um, were they fighting against? And who so, were they fighting against? So, um, uh, different things. <laughs> so, Oya Oya Kingdom uh, were a competing kingdom that they had um, some agreements or some, I guess, some trade agreements. Hey, you know, Oya basically were like this big bully that were like, hey, um, give us what we want, give us goods and and donations, and bestow us with food and gold, women. Um, some of your warriors and you know we will leave you alone basically that Um, and so they did and but Oya would also um, they were they were gathering with other rival tribes and raiding villages raiding and, and kidnapping people Dahomey people and selling those people and so mm-hmm. um the homie tribe was um, fighting with them. The homies were fighting with um, Europeans. I think in this specific movie, it was the Brazilians or Portuguese um, mm-hmm. um, Portuguese settlers or traders that were um, coming from Portugal and also coming or going to Brazil, taking the slaves to Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were you know, basically just trying to get their people back <laughs> mm-hmm. and that were being sold. Um, and it was uh, it was during this very um, interesting time because it wasn't just like, oh, we're just being raided and we're fighting. There was a lot of politics. There was a lot of negotiations mm-hmm. involved because these are kingdoms that are like, hey, you know, these people are coming with horses and guns and they can easily, um, because uh, they, they've seen some of their neighboring tribes basically be decimated. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, no, wait, we can work things out. You know, what can we do for you so you can leave us alone Yeah. Um, and, and let us grow and let us be strong and prosper. And so, again, you know, things were muddy. It wasn't a perfect situation, but they, they kind of saw their... Um, their kingdom as almost um, no I'm not going to compare it to the Roman Empire because they weren't conquerors they just wanted to continue to thrive and grow Mm -hmm. Um, not necessarily conquer other people Mm -hmm. um, but again this perspective because if you do take um, 
if you do take captives and you sell them, you know, you're conquering them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just felt like it was a great story. It showed a lot of the complexities that were going on during that time. It was very historically accurate. Um, mm. The acting was phenomenal. The fighting was phenomenal. The the beauty, you know, you're not just seeing like uh, how how Hollywood has often depicted um, Africa, especially during that time. It's just like in huts and everyone's dirty and this mm. and that. It's just like you're seeing the beautiful um, um, tapestries and um, the the elegance of the palace um and i don't i I, it's hard for me to describe but it's just Mm -hmm. such an enjoyable movie um my only my only not negative thought but i will say concern is that it's going to be forgotten (laughs) and maybe it's going to be forgotten in the midst of um, because um, Wakanda Forever is coming out in two months, you know? So yeah. I felt like it's a good appetizer. <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. You know? But with with Black Panther, um, Wakanda Forever, and there was, there's another movie I'm thinking of um, that, you know, gave us all the good Black girl magic feels and all that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's going to be forgotten. Well, and maybe I, because it's not like um this futuristic afrofuturism type um trend that we have been seeing mm-hmm. lately that um that people could feel a lot bit a lot more um like they can relate to more or they aspire to or you know fantasy this isn't fantasy this is our history but the good thing is, you know, we've complained often, even on our podcast, that oftentimes we see our history as just another slave movie. Yeah. Well, here's a movie. Yes, there is slavery um, as an element of it, but that's not what the movie's about. Right. And I really do appreciate that because, yeah, you know, we get tired of that just being our story. Yeah. Um, so, Yeah. I let's see rating hmm. and I it's fresh so I kind of wish that I actually probably did my review maybe like when it kind of settles down because when yeah. it's fresh I'm always like you know large mm-hmm. butter popcorn all the butter no I will give it um I definitely will give it I think a large light butter popcorn okay yeah it's completely entertaining it's has a beautiful story again within you know um this landscape and um great acting i would love to see more from um some of these actors and of course the goji were the inspiration of um what is the tribe uh uh the warriors from black panther do you remember the name the dora Mila. The, yeah yeah they were um that inspiration as well so oh. um so yeah, it's it's a great movie and I hope all I, I would definitely want y'all all to go and support it and see it and um yeah, continue this trend where we're seeing um our people thrive, prosper, fight back. Yeah, and and and, and, and show us our stories of, yeah. you know, another from a different angle, not from the European perspective. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 just showing how it's important to have diverse voices in art, period. And mm-hmm. and in popular culture as well. I mean, this is a movie that needed to be done at this time. And probably yes. could have been done in this time, you know? Like a movie like this would probably not have ever seen the light of day in the nineties or even the early two thousands. So I'm really I'm proud of of Hollywood for you know trying I think they need to try more with all kinds of voices all kinds of perspectives um and I think it's not so much the the classic Hollywood machine that's that I'm giving props to I I'm really excited for what streaming is has been doing for mm-hmm. um voices of color mm-hmm. <clears throat> And for women's voices and stuff, and it's been it's been wonderful so far, in my opinion. And I'm 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 actually um, looking forward to more. Yeah, let's keep this this whole show running. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to mention that I forgot. So, the name of the movie is Woman King, and I remember when that uh, when I first heard that, I was like, oh, I wonder why they call it Woman King. Um, it is a, again, it is a feminist move, uh, movie as well. So one thing that I also really enjoyed is that they had a beautiful depiction of um, the Dahomey, um, their their religious practices. So mm-hmm. they were um, followers of Vudun on Ifa and, and seeing a lot of those elements throughout the movie um, was beautiful. Also, um, they they gave some story about, I guess, maybe their the origins of the Dahomey kingdom, mm-hmm. oh, similar to um, the year the Roman Empire with the whole um, Romulus and Remus being mm-hmm. like um, raised by a she wolf type thing. Mm-hmm. They talked about, I think, and I could be mistaking. Um, they're talking about a god and a goddess or mm-hmm. or basically like uh twin leaders and uh, a female and a male mm-hmm. so even though historically they've had male kings um i think they they have had a um a female leader um in the past before but they mentioned how they were always meant to rule as a as a duo and it's not like king and queen like they have to marry right. to rule but it's it's a, a respectable a person that has earned the respect and has um the vision of where the kingdom will go um that uh, coincides with the king and vice versa they are co-rulers and yeah. so that's why it's called the woman king because yeah okay because she a woman that is ruling with the king but she is like the king. <laughs> and I like that. Um, I just like that name because um, it's not as diminutive as using the term queen, you know, mm-hmm. showing this place of power and respect. So I just wanted to throw that little tidbit in. I like in case that. you just need an extra convincing. <laughs> <laughs> I love anyway, it. so yes, go out and check it out. Um, it's out in theaters now. And yeah. Yay! The I'm Woman King. I'm gonna see it very soon. Uh, yeah, let me know what you think. I will. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye.